I don't care how long it takes, it's gonna come to pass. Your children are being rescued from the pit, from places of devastation. Blind eyes are being opened. Blinders are being removed. Hearts are being softened. Hearts are turning to the Lord. And you are standing on the word of God, but you're not just thinking it. You're speaking it. You're also not just praying it. There's a place for prayer. We pray. We pray the word of God. But then I want you to get up after you've prayed it. I want you to get up. And I want you to release that word. When you release that word, you need to know in your mindset, you're just releasing those angels to get to work. title today, Put Your Angels on Assignment. Put your angels on assignment. We've got some angels to put on assignment, Church of God. Psalm 103 and in verse 20. Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength and do the word. Bless the Lord, you angels who do the word of God. You heed the voice of his word. Angels are called by God to literally hear the word of the Lord and heed. To do to carry out, to heed, to literally do the word of the Lord. It is important that you have the word of the Lord committed to memory, the word of the Lord spoken through your own mouth because angels are assigned to bring forth that word. They are called forth to bring that word to pass. When you get the understanding that you have, this is such power, such power that when you speak the word of God, those angels have to go on assignment and do that word, have it come to pass, then you realize, wow, what a tremendous blessing. It's called a benefit. Remember the benefits of the Lord? God says he gives you exceedingly abundant benefits, so many that you can't even count. Those benefits, they never cease. But one of the, the reason why is because when you understand your faith activated by releasing the word of God, angels have to go to work. Are your angels on assignment? Some of you guys have your angels on assignment so much that they're busy. They are so busy because you're constantly speaking for the word of God. Those angels are going. They're doing the word of the Lord. They're heeding. They're doing the word of the Lord. Some of your angels are bored. Some of your angels are sitting there going, are they going to ever say anything that's worthwhile? Or are they just going to sit there and tell me how they feel? Are they just going to tell me how they think? Are they just going to tell me all their problems? Because I'm just kind of getting bored over here. How many of you guys understand that this is what the word of the Lord says? This is not my idea. This is not some cute little message. This is actually truth. This is the truth of God's word. Wanna, there's three points I want to get to you from the very, very beginning. Number one, we are called by God to speak the word of God. Isaiah 55 and verse 11. We are called by God to speak the word. Somebody say it with me. Speak the word. Number two, we are called to release our angels. We are called to release those angels into activity by speaking the word. We don't pray to angels. We don't ask the angel to do the job. We don't pray to the angel. Do you guys speak to demons? I'm gonna I'm gonna step on somebody people's toes here in a moment. Do you guys do you guys speak to demons sometimes? Watch how you answer. But when you command, you're speaking to them, aren't you? You have to speak. Yeah, yeah. And so 
Yes, you better believe. People go, oh, we don't want to speak to demons. We don't want to talk to the demon. We just want to talk to the Lord. And we just want the Lord to talk to that demon. Except for that the Lord says, I've given you all authority to trample on snakes and scorpions. I've given you the power. I've given you the authority. He says, nothing will by any means hurt you in Luke 10, 19. He's given the authority and the power to you. So you can't say, Lord, would you please do for me what you've actually told me to do for me? Because he's saying, no, I already told you to do that for you. That's what he tells us, right? And so we don't pray to angels. We don't pray. We release them. We command them. We decree. We decree the word of the Lord. And, we, and they are sent on assignment. You might be going, what is she saying? Is she getting into new ageism? What is this? Are you kidding? If that's what you think, then you don't know us here at this church, and you certainly don't know me, because we don't pray to an angel, but we are called by God with the authority that he has given, I just read it to you in Psalm 103, verse 20, that we, when we speak the word of the Lord, the angels are released on assignment. The problem is, is that many people don't understand like this concept, so they speak the word, but without the faith. They just kind of speak a word and hope it's going to happen. They speak the word of God and they hope it's going to come to pass. But when you speak that word of God, I want you to know angels were just released. They were just released. You're not praying to the angels. You're actually decreeing the word of God. And you know in your mindset that angel had to go now and go do that very word. Carry it and bring it to pass. The very word that was just spoken. The problem is, is that people shift their position from a place of faith to a place of fear. And they undo what they started, what they they started that was correct in faith, they undo it because they move from a place of faith to a place of fear and they doubt. And when you doubt, you do without. Listen, I'm just trying to help somebody here today. I'm just trying to help somebody understand this concept. When you get the word of God committed to memory, and even if it's not committed and you just read it, but you read it with the authority of the Lord and you know, I just spoke something. It wasn't just anything. It wasn't just any ordinary thing. I just spoke the word. I just spoke that all of my children will be taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. When I say that, guess what? The angels of God have to go to work. They wake up. If they were falling asleep, they wake up. For some of you, they don't even have time to fall asleep because you're constantly speaking the word. You're constant, and they're so activated that for some of you, you've got all these angels that are just being activated on your behalf, and people are getting saved. People are getting set free. People are getting delivered, and people are changed on your watch. Do you know how powerful this is? Do you know how powerful this is? Do people tell you, wow, when I get around you, I just feel different? Do they? They should. They should. And you know why they should? Because that's how much Holy Spirit activity is happening on the inside. Happening. That's how much word you release. When you release that word, the angels are going to go and do their I work. I was saying, right? do any of you talk to a demon? I was saying, and I don't think I finished that thought. Does anybody of you talk to a demon? You do talk to them. Absolutely talk to them. Not in a form of a conversation but in a form of releasing that command and standing in your authority and being done with it. Being done with it. Half of the time when you guys get healed, it's because I'm talking to a demon. I just didn't tell you I was. Half of the time when you guys get healed, and, I, and even if I'm just snapping my finger, I know the authority that I carry, that snap just destroyed the enemy's assignment. When, I, when, that, when that shout rises up within me, yes, it's the Holy Ghost. It's the authority of God in me. But that authority of God in me destroys the works of darkness. It's speaking to a demon. See, what happens is when you have a dead church, you get dead people. 
But you have a world out there where, where Satanism is rising. Occult, you know, the occultism is rising in every way. And we got a church that's asleep, but they go to church and they carry their Bibles. And they do their Bible memory and they read through their Bible. Reading through the Bible in a year. Wonderful, great. Is the word dwelling on the inside of you? And are you speaking it with authority? And let me tell you something. This is not a style thing. If you don't want to shout it out, it doesn't really matter. But speak that word out. Let the personality that God has given you be activated. Don't be hiding the word. Don't be hiding the truth. You are a new creation in Christ. The greater one lives on the inside of you. So number one, we have to release the word. Number two, when we speak the word, number two, we release the angels of God to literally do that word, to call that word into, into action. And then number three, we call on the name of the Lord. We pray to the name. We pray. We call upon his name. He is our Jehovah. Amen? Amen. Okay. Uh, Jeremiah 1.12 says that he's watching over his word to perform it. You know, I remember uh, uh, years ago when this revelation came to pass to me, when I got, had the revelation that you mean to tell me all I need to do is start to speak forth that word in authority and in faith? And I, and I just know, hmm, the angels went to pass to do that very thing. And I keep my eyes on Jesus. I keep decreeing the word, and it's just going to come to pass. It's like I walk, and I leave a trail behind me. Uh-huh, dust is being kicked up. Uh-huh, exactly. And what it is is the angels are busy doing the word of the Lord. That's how I want you to see it. The problem is sometimes people get so discouraged in their situation that they, they forget. They take their eyes off of who they are in Christ. They take their eyes off, even for just a moment, of who they are in Christ. And then therefore, they don't, with confidence, speak forth the truth. My prayer is that you really wake up and you know, my goodness, the spirit of the Lord lives on the inside of me. Revelation 12, 11 says this. We declare that we overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. You are an overcomer when you speak forth the word of your testimony because of the blood of the lamb. You speak forth that testimony. What's your testimony? I was once dead and now I'm alive. What is your testimony? You are once living in sin and now you're walking holy because God's called you holy. What's your testimony? That you were once fearful and shy and timid, and now God's given you boldness. He's given you courage. You at one point didn't know. You had no, no purpose. But now God has filled you with his purpose. Right? Amen? What is your testimony? Our testimony is what's going to give glory to God and draw people unto the Lord. Hebrews 4.12 says that the word of God, it's sharper than a double-edged sword. Like, in other words, whatever it is that you need for that job, you've got it. Because the word is going to cut through. The word is going to heal. The word is going to cut. Sometimes it hurts when it cuts, but it's going to heal. The word is going to bring that restoration. It says here that the word, it's a double-edged sword, and it penetrates to the dividing of soul and spirit. The word of the Lord is going to cause you to see your own heart. It divides between soul and spirit. Between soul, your mind, will, and your emotions, and your spirit, the word of God will judge the thoughts and the attitudes of your heart. The word of God, when you pray through the word, you are literally letting the word do its work in you. And it has a job to do. It has a job to do where it releases angels to carry and bring forth, heed its word. But it has a job also to do on the inside of you to be cleansed, to be saturated, to be whole in him. It's very powerful. You know, even just being in a service like this where you're hearing the word being preached with authority, even just being in a service like this where you're 
in an atmosphere of his glory and his power, you are changing. You are being healed. You know, I read to you the testimonies of people that had not yet had a hand laid on them, but they were healed in the glory. Don't you know? Whatever is being given off is received, even if it's not spoken. It's still being given off. Good or bad, right? That's why it's important that we place ourselves under right authority, right headship, right? Right influences. If you're taking notes, I want you to write these down. Job 22, 28. Because it says, we shall declare a thing and it shall be established for you. If you are to declare something, how is it going to just be established? Because the angels hear the word of the Lord and they go about and they do its word. They do, its, they do that job. They do that job. Praise you, Father. You know, there have been so many times where there is literally like uh, things that have been lost. And you release the word of the Lord. You release the word of the Lord over those things that are lost. And you say, Lord, I thank you. I just released the word of the Lord. Father, now that angel, the angels have to go. And they have to heed. They have to obey. They have to follow. They have to literally do that word. Bring it to pass. Release those angels to bring back those things that have been lost and stolen. I can tell you testimony after testimony of things that were lost And when I just say, Lord, I thank you, that which is lost shall be found. Lord, release those angels. Right now, I I decree those angels go and find that thing and bring it to a visible spot. Lost one of my earrings. I had lost it like a a couple of, um, I think about a month or so, gold earring. And it was one of my favorites. I really liked it. You know, you might think, oh, that's pretty simple. Yes, it is simple. Absolutely. But God cares about the things that you care about. These are not just all the, only the big things. When you have a relationship with God, you take everything to him. Everything. You know, yeah, I lost one, and it was a gold earring. It was one of my favorites. And, and uh, yeah, it happens to be the one I'm wearing today. And uh, clearly, it was found. But it was about a month. But, you know, when I lost it, I lost a few other things. At the same day, and I knew, man, what warfare, because I'm not forgetful. I'm not like that. I don't go into confusion. I mean, if I see confusion, I immediately take authority over confusion. Because God has not given us a spirit of confusion nor fear. I could tell the level of warfare coming against me was pretty high. And obviously, knowing what I do, how many people get saved, healed, and delivered, hello, right? The enemy is not too happy, and many, many times, guess what he tries to do, right? Tries to attack, but greater is he that is in me. I'm not afraid. But I could tell. I could feel the warfare. I could feel it all around, really strong. And so I was, somebody had called, and they asked me to do something, and in my spirit, I was like, I'm not supposed to do that. I don't think I'm supposed to do this. I wasn't 100% sure, but I can feel my spirit. I don't think so. Something, is, something doesn't seem right. So I'm going to proceed with caution until I hear the Lord, yeah, yeah, don't do it, right? So as I'm preparing to go and to, and, and it was a good thing to go pray for this individual. It was a good thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Has God asked you to do it? And so, so I'm preparing to go, and all of a sudden, it's all this craziness, right? I, you know, I can't remember. I'm losing this. I'm, I lose my card. I, you know, just all these things start to happen, right? And I get out of the car. I, I felt disoriented. That's when I knew. I was like, okay, I feel disoriented? Are you kidding me right now? I feel confused for that second. And I said, no. I said, out of here, Satan, in the name of Jesus. And I closed the door of my car. I got right back in. I said, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to call that individual, and I'm going to tell him, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to come. And so that's exactly what I did. I called. I don't need to know why. I just know based on discernment, God is blocking this. I could fight the will of God and end up in a whole bunch of trouble. 
But God was protecting me of God knows what. Could have been an accident. Could have been something else. But he was protecting me, and I knew that based on the Spirit of the Lord. See, people, we have to be able to know and be walking so strong in the Holy Spirit that when God says, oh, don't do that, you know. It's a quickening in your spirit. You don't need to have a rhyme and a reason. You don't have to have a poem. You don't have to have this whole dissertation. You just need to know by the Spirit of the Lord, oh, something's wrong. Something's wrong here. And you know by the Holy Spirit, and he increases that discernment. I made that phone call, that's it, canceled it, right? But in the process of time, I go home, and I realize I also lost my earring, right? I lost, there were many things that were lost. And I don't care about materialistic things, but I do care about the enemy trying to take advantage. And so you need to care about the things that the enemy is trying to steal. And you say, no, uh-uh, not on my watch, right? Okay, so I get home, and I says, wow, I lost this, this, all, and it was all on Thursday after I left the service, too. We just get done with this glorious service, attack, 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 right? Nothing new, we, we get that. But this one was on such a height, I thought, oh, devil, you're going to pay for this. So I'm taking authority, and I went home. I went home, and I take authority, I'm taking authority, and I said, Lord, you know, it doesn't matter to me about an earring. But I do like that earring, Lord. And I would like that earring back. And God does give you the desires of your heart. So I said, Lord, this is warfare. This is nothing more than an attack coming against me because of doing the will of God. I know what the word says. I know I have authority to release those angels. I know I have authority to pray the word of God, which will release those angels to do the will of God. So I said, in the name of Jesus, I take authority, first of all, over every demonic spirit. Canceled it. I take authority over everything that is robbing you right now. I take authority over everything that is robbing your children right now. We shut it up. We shut it down and we cast it out in Jesus' name. Now, Father, that which is rightfully ours, this is what I was praying, Lord, everything that rightfully belongs to me, I call it back. I call it back. I call back unto myself that which is rightfully mine. Everything that was stolen, I call it back. Now, Father, I thank you for releasing, as I was praying, the angels to go to find that earring and the other items. And I listed them all. And to find those items that were lost. Because in reality, they were stolen from an unseen demonic presence. Don't you tell me otherwise because I won't believe you because I know what I know. So I released the angels. I said, angels, the angels of God right now, go forth and bring those things to a visible spot. Did I search everything? Yeah. I searched my car. I searched everywhere. I didn't find it. I didn't find it, but I searched. I had my whole family searching. We were all searching. No. Here's the thing that you also have to know. Trust God no matter what with all of your heart. Trust him with all of your heart. Trust him with all of your soul. Trust him with all of your mind. The Bible says to trust in the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, right? No matter what, you're going to trust the Lord. So I'm trusting the Lord. I'm like, Lord, I thank you, which means having peace in the midst of not receiving the answers to your prayer yet. So I, but I'm still standing in faith. I'm like, Lord, I thank you. I thank you that in faith, that earring is coming to me. Those other items are coming to me in Jesus' name. The angels are already, already released. I released them in the name of Jesus. Angels go forth and do the word of the Lord because the word of the Lord has been spoken. I go about my business. I'm grateful. I'm thankful because you know what? I'm blessed. And you can't get somebody down that is blessed. Well, I guess it's been a, about a month, right? Two days ago, I reminded the Lord. I said, Lord, the earring has not returned. I, I forgot to tell you that one of the items, it was found.
it was found in my car on top of the little section where you put your drinks. I put my coffee there every single day. It was not found under the rug, uh, around the corner, you know, in the, some little nook and cranny. It, you can either believe me or not, but I'm telling you right now, it was found where I put my coffee. Tell me I didn't see that. Tell me that I was blind. Come on, church of God. Why? Because I know I've prayed this so many. I have faith for this. I have faith for that. I have prayed that which is not there. Lord, release your angels and bring it back. Time after time, diamond earrings, diamond necklaces, bicycles for my kids. Like time and time and time again, my children themselves. Lord, go find them and bring them back. And let me tell me, let me tell you something. He does. He answers that prayer over and over and over and over. And so I look down and there it is right on my, I'm like, wow, devil. Wow, devil. You are so defeated. Thank you, Jesus. That was returned. Well, Lord, just as that was returned, I thank you that my earring is going to be returned. So now, back, fast forward. It's been about a month, so right? I said, Lord, everything was returned from that day that the enemy was trying to steal a whole lot more, right? And I said, no, I'm not going because I know there's an assignment. You need to know when you are not called to walk into that assignment and when you are. So I said, Lord, that my earring hasn't been returned, but I believe it's going to be. I just said, Lord. I already released the angels. I already have faith for this. There's no doubt. Lord, I haven't received that earring yet. Yesterday, Abigail, she's playing. She looks under the sofa in a certain little section. Now, this one was underneath and hidden. And she pulls it out. And she goes, no, no, look. Look what I just found is my earring. You know, I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Abby, for finding the earring. Why? Yeah, praise God. I know you're like, wow, we're clapping for her earring. You are not clapping for my earring. You are clapping for a principle that I'm teaching you right now. You are clapping for the principle that when your faith gets behind the word of God and you speak those things that are not as though they are, they shall come to be because the word of God directs the angels to do their word, the word of God, right? They're going to go and do it. So it's so important that we get this understanding and we do this. I hope somebody's faith is rising up today. I hope somebody goes, wow, is that as simple as it is? Yes, it is as simple as it is. But most of the times people would just go, oh, gosh, I don't know what to do. Well, it's okay. Well, if you don't want, then you have not. But if you ask, the Bible says, if you seek, the Bible says, if you knock, the Bible says, that the door shall be opened unto you. See, I had to wait about a month for this one, didn't I? In the past, it wasn't. I just immediately, I had to wait about a month. It doesn't matter, but I knew the whole time, God, you're in this, you're going to answer it, and the devil, you're defeated. You are so defeated in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. So this same type of, of understanding here that I'm teaching you, this concept, it is a, it is a, it's a biblical concept that the angels of God will hear the word of God spoken and then do his will. When people go, well, I know the word, and I just you're very loud, and you're very, you're big, you're like personality, right? I just like to say it in my mind. I'm much more quiet. Well, you need to speak it out loud. They need to hear you. The world needs to hear you. The atmosphere needs to hear. You don't need to shout it, but you need to speak it out loud. You need to speak it, not just think it. That's the point here. People think, oh, I can just think it. Hey, that's great for you. Your faith can be encouraged. But if you want to see the action, 
that God does provide for you, then you better open up that mouth of yours and you better start speaking the word of God. Because the word of God is being spoken. The angels go and they do their assignment. They're on assignment. Stop letting those angels that were assigned to you be bored. They're bored. They're like, you know what? I'm so bored. I'm going to go help somebody else. I'm so bored. I'm going to go help. I'm going to go help this person over here because they're just sending out orders after order after order after order. And they're getting action. Action is happening. When you decree, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against me in judgment, I shall condemn. This is the heritage of the children of the Lord. And his righteousness is from God. It's from him. This is Isaiah 54, 17. Isaiah 54, 17. When you decree, as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord and my whole household shall be saved. Right there, I just quoted two scriptures. Joshua 24, 15. And Acts 16.31, when you continue to decree those scriptures, I don't care how long it takes, because we have something called free will. That's why sometimes it takes a little bit of time, right? But I don't care how long it takes. Church, you need to hear this. I don't care how long it takes. It's going to come to pass. Your children are being rescued from the pit, from places of devastation. Blind eyes are being opened. Blinders are being removed. Hearts are being softened. Hearts are turning to the Lord. And you are standing on the word of God, but you're not just thinking it. You're speaking it. After you've prayed it, I want you to get up and I want you to release that word. When you release that word, you need to know in your mindset, you're just releasing those angels to get to work. To get to work. That builds your faith. But it also creates action. And it also creates victory. We can sing that we have the victory. But unless you know how to appropriate that victory, you're still without the victory. I'm trying to make it as plain as I possibly can. Seriously, because, because we've got kids, right? We've got, we, have, we have children and grandchildren that we're standing and believing for. We have a nation. We have a generation that is so not even into. They don't even read their Bible. Everything I'm talking to you about today is all based on knowing and reading the word of God. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. We don't worship angels. We don't pray to angels, but they have their place. You know, not ever talking about angels is actually kind of like not ever talking about the devil. And you know there are Christians that don't want to talk about the devil. Underst not talking about angels and the activity. I mean, Mary, come on. You know, well, she had a conversation with the angel that came to her and spoke to her that she was going to have the Son of God. When you decree the word of God, like I just got done saying, then the angels go, oh, they've given me an assignment. Well, they've given me a job to do. I better get busy. And they go carry it out. And I don't care if it takes days, weeks, or even years you're going to stand on that same word and you're going to hit that same scripture. You'll see the fruit of your labor. You will see that fruit of your labor when you do not quit the word of the Lord. Decree it in faith. Decree it in confidence. I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to say, my son, my daughter is released from that assignment in the name of Jesus. Now, freedom! And know who you're talking about. I'm telling you, the authority that you walk in will increase. That devil starts to run because they know, oh, dear God, they're waking up. Oh, dear God, they're realizing that it was me this whole time keeping them bound. And they were just, oh, Lord, they're being the good little Christian. That's great. But they were still defeated. And you don't want to be a good little defeated Christian. So if the church would wake up and realize, wow, the reason I've been defeated is because God says I'm a king and a priest. God says you are a king. You are a priest. If you're a king, 
you better believe you're going to be issuing some orders. And you're not issuing them to God. You are issuing those orders to those that need to hear. <laughs>